This is Jan Swift, and you're listening to Discover Lafayette, a podcast dedicated to the people and rich culture of Lafayette, the gateway to South Louisiana. I'd like to thank our sponsors who make our podcast possible. We take our podcast with the ongoing support of Raider and Jason Sikora, our sound engineer. Raider is a hands-on IT service provider that integrates all of your needs for advanced technical support, effective communication options, and cybersecurity. Raider's motto is, you just want it to work. We understand. Please visit RaiderSolutions.com for more information. Iberia Bank and First Horizon, who are now one bank. Two relationship-driven banks, both leaders in the industry, have officially joined forces. The combination of Iberia Bank and First Horizon creates a leading financial services company dedicated to enriching the lives of their clients, associates, and their communities. I'd also like to thank Lafayette General Health, who has joined the Oshner Health family and is now Oshner Lafayette General. As one health system, Oshner Lafayette General will provide expanded services and enhanced care from the familiar faces you already trust. Oshner Lafayette General means more resources to help solve healthcare's toughest problems, reinvesting in our communities, and being further committed to health and wellness. Oshner Lafayette General, together means more. Learn more today at togethermeansmore.org. Our guest today is Adam Daigle, business editor of the Acadiana Advocate. We're here to discuss the biggest news stories of 2021. First, I want to express my deep appreciation of Adam and the entire team at the Advocate for the ongoing support they have given Discover Lafayette. Adam publishes an article each Monday, which highlights our latest podcast guest. Well, I I can't believe another year is coming to a close. And what a time as we emerge from the COVID pandemic. Adam Daigle, thank you for joining us to give your take on this past year. Thanks for having me. I, I always kind of look look forward to this and just- Me too. Um, you know, I, I, I'm always wanting to be reflective and kind of look back and see where we're going and yeah. where we're headed. It's kind of funny, before we started taping, we were going, okay, here's what we think the big news is. But to me, the big news from just a personal security level is we've made it. The ones that are here talking, we have gotten through one of the toughest times in, in my life. We have, and the interesting part is some people have made it through um, better than ever. Exactly, yeah. Um, there's a lot of spending going on right now. Yeah, you want to jump into that? Like, we were talking about just the tax revenue. People are really buying stuff locally and online, right? Yeah, I, and there's all kinds of you know theories, and it's not just happening here, but... Um, some pent up demand, some lots of savings remaining from uh, stimulus checks and whatnot, and I think a lot of people are just simply working overtime because their company can't staff fully mm-hmm. get fully staffed. They're doing real well, and everybody's got money in their pockets. That has been a recurring theme when I've had some business owners here, such as Ted Kurgan, you know, who just sold his Sonic yes. restaurants and others. They um, not only could they have trouble getting supplies they needed, the supply chain issue, but the workers, it's been an issue. It has. That, I, I addressed that issue back in the summer, mm-hmm. and that was one of the stories that I'll, I just I keep thinking back on, because it's just like um, some of the things people tell me, was just, I just astonished, mm-hmm. just the things they're doing. Yeah. So. so I guess it's a good time if you are looking for a job, if you 
have certain skills, you know, yes. there's a high demand for that. Yes. Um, but it's also kind of a, a time for workers, um, you know, uh, there was as a point of transition. I, there were mm. people who um, had those jobs, those $9, $8 restaurants or whatever. You know, they were furloughed uh, and then they, uh, during that time they just realized, you know, I don't want to do that anymore. Right. They're going back to school. They're reexamining. Starting their, their own business, yeah. whatever. Um, mm-hmm. They're discovering that when they don't do that job, they can sleep seven hours uninterrupted. Their backs don't hurt. Yeah. Kind of hard to beat that. Yeah. What are some of the big business, like for, um, I guess, for jobs and, and openings? What's been some of the big events this year? There's been a, a good many, uh, well, not a good many, but some big ones this year. You know, obviously the big one is is Safe Source Direct, the the PPE manufacturer mm-hmm. in Broussard. Um, you know, I think that one of the things the pandemic did was showed, especially with PPE, how much we relied on overseas production. So, um, Oshner teamed up with this, these folks in Alabama to create to build these um, warehouses and factories here in Broussard to uh, to build them and the, and the manufacture the, the 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 warehouse is huge. I went and went to one of them and they bought the other the old. Um, Weatherford, 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 and Broussard, and um, they're going to employ twelve hundred people. That's that's huge. That's a lot of jobs, right? No, no matter how you cut it. So, last year I interviewed Greg Gotro before he announced his retirement, and he was saying during that interview that what he'd like to see is just what's happening—a return to manufacturing, to yes. using like retooling some of these warehouses and buildings that had been oil and gas centric mm-hmm. and reshifting our focus to taking care of ourselves here in the States. Yep. And you're starting to see a little bit of that um, along uh, Highway 9, like you had North Broussard, mm-hmm. all those old oil and gas uh, buildings, they're starting to be a little reused here and right. there. But um, yeah, that'd be interesting to yeah. get back to that. What about Amazon? What's going on with that? As far as I know, Amazon is up and running. I've seen, I live out that way, so I've seen the, you know, the big 18-wheelers. Uh, they haven't done, um, you know, a ribbon-cutting kind of thing. Probably probably just because, like, they, they open, like, five or six of these a day. They're like, hey, okay, <laughs> this, is, this is old hat. Come on. We got work to do. Um, and I guess they're getting the workers they need. I, I As far as I can tell, yeah. uh, so... They, I think, I was told they were behind a little bit. You know, when that that storm came up through and knocked down their facade out front, that pushed them back just a little bit. But um, they seem to be going pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, that area, I'm kind of, I, I live up there, but also I'm kind of keeping an eye on it just because all those people up there, and that's already kind of a hot spot commercial wise. Uh, mm-hmm. After Karen Crow, I'm kind of um, curious what's going to happen to the old Kenworth. Across the interstate, right there, right. and in just that area up, up and up and down, you got um, the best stop going in uh, next to Prejean's, and then the property next to that—that's Castile's, and he's got that uh, approval for a subdivide. He wants to put a lot of business in there too. Okay, I think I think there's going to be some big things happening there. So you drive that every day. You're seeing that that growth, that Upper Lafayette growth. It is. It's. Um, but I think it's more um, the the growth is spread out. There's a lot of ha- a lot of people moving to St. Landry and mm-hmm. and out west in the country because just because the property's cheaper, it's higher. But they all come to Karenko to 
to do their shopping. Yeah. They, they uh, go, to, go to the Walmart. I wish we had had that when I lived north. I lived in Hidden Hills for years, and there was nothing. I mean, you know, they had little places, but yeah, I would have killed to have a Walmart and a Super One, <laughs> you know, all those places in Karen Crow. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of what's happened there. It's only going to keep getting right. bigger and bigger. Right. So, yeah, uh, it's interesting. So there's been restaurants changing hands, too. Like we're talking about construction yeah, and yeah, building. But the Sonic was a huge um, deal on our website. A lot of reader interest in that, which I totally did not. <laughs> like, well, maybe. Uh-huh. And just, just completely blew up. Uh, it, um, what's the, the, probably, the, probably the biggest news is, um, well, no, I take it back. The burger time coming back was really big news. Oh, yeah. That I, I don't know, I drove movies. by one day. Yeah. yeah, I drove by one day when it first opened and the line was out down mm-hmm. Johnston, down the shoulder, mm-hmm. around the you know, the building for the drive through. Yeah. Uh, I so, guess that's a classic though. You yeah, know, I, people I, like that. I, you probably know more about that. I don't I, Well my I neighbors are the Moody's and it's just oh, is that right? you know, yeah. It's well, like, the restaurant like people. For eight in the eighties that's probably the place uh-huh. to be. So Right, I guess, yeah. That was a big, big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then Randall's changed hands. That was also Frank a Randall. really big deal. I, I don't Unexpected. know how many people saw it. I, I was told that um like he was interested back in the spring and went to like the realtors and they came up with a list and kind wow. of made it happen. But uh, that'll be Superior Grill. Superior Grill, which is very popular in Baton Rouge. Yeah, that was like when I was in college. That's where all the mm-hmm. the the beautiful people would hang out. Good margaritas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we go in Baton Rouge all the time. My daughter's in college over there, but it'll be fun to have it. But it it'll never replace the the history. I know, you, you know, that, that that tourist iconic kind of place where you, you know, you, you people say, I'm out of town, like, I'm coming to laugh yet, mm-hmm. but why do I need to go? And now you'd be like, um, Ray Ver- Jones. Yeah. So yeah. Randall's is gone. Yeah, Vermilionville, and we yeah. still have some places, but yeah, it's a loss for us. Randall's was, was the go-to place. Yeah. You gotta go there. But Frank looks very happy, so I wish him the best, and maybe we'll hear more yep. in the future, so... Any other restaurants? Any other big I, news? I think the, um, the 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 Chick Fil A news was so big on our website. <laughs> Isn't that God, funny? I know. Um, it's funny how that happened. I was uh, at the job fair, you know, because everyone couldn't can't find people, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to the job fair, like talking to people, what's going on? And he just said, "We're moving this the ambassador store," and I know we were not even discussing anything like that. Like, oh, really? <laughs> So I just wrote the story, and they're moving over by Costco at the old Red Robin. Mm-hmm. I'm just picturing traffic exponentially. Oh, it's going to be know. a disaster! It's, it's such a great intersection, yes, huh? Yes. Kelly Saloon and Bassett. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be wonderful. Yeah, but there's nothing it, better than Chick Fil A waffle fries and shakes. It's just yeah, it's nuts. I'm kind of curious what now. You know, then the mystery is what's going to happen. They do with that with their property because mm-hmm. that's a highly visible place too. So. How come do you think they only have two? And I tell you, there'd be noise every time I tape. There's some truck or something going by. Why do you think they only have two? Is it just to keep up that high demand? Because it seems like they could have a Chick Fil A on Johnson oh, Street God, yes. and it would kill it. You know, just a, I don't know. Just it's all a corporate deal. Mm-hmm. It's they. I mean, like it's um, like Southwest Airlines. They don't yeah, have too many. John Orton. Is not they don't call them franchisees. They're um, operators, oh. and, and the, all the decisions are made in Atlanta. So he's just kind of like he does what they tell him. He does what they tell him. Yeah, yeah but you know he's doing well. Gosh. Of course, yes. Of course, God. Mm-hmm. That's there's no there's no place more popular. Um. 
so the, uh, you know, I don't know if the one in Broussard is happening. I don't. Oh, I didn't was, know about that. Yeah, I don't. Is that talk? That was when the Safe Source Direct stuff came up. A couple people said, you know, Chick Fil A's oh. coming right in front of it. Like, oh, really? But you haven't heard anymore. No, I, I, scuttle is it's not happening. It was not John Arton's. It was um, the operator at New Iberia. I'll remember his name after I, I leave. I got you. They've got territory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was his deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's happening, but yeah, you know those things kind of in the developed world. Things take a long time. Yeah, and they can turn on a dime. So, any other restaurant news? I know my friend Jimmy Gidry just passed the torch um, with Hub City Diner to his long-term manager. Also, yes, we, that was a uh, also a big start on our website. Mm-hmm. So that people was, like those stories. They, yeah. Yeah. Local people, you know, mm-hmm. local institutions. Right. Um, waiting to uh, hear what's going to happen with Mel's Diner. And whenever oh. when they kind of get back and get oh, reopen again, we'll do that story. Mm-hmm. People are probably interested in that. You've been here, what, three years now? Three, three and a half. Not so, quite half, but yeah. Do you enjoy, like, you've have you enjoyed all the different food, like the home-owned? Yes. Know, yeah. Mom that's and pop. Just, that's just... Yeah, my wife and I went to Hub City Diner uh, a couple months ago. Your kids? So, yeah. Nope, just us. Because yeah, your kids, I guess they're still doing like the, you can get the car, like, you know, you can get a hot dog and fries or something. They oh, used yeah. to do it. I don't know if they still do oh, cool. it because our girls are in mm-hmm. their 20s now. But it was always just a great place to go, whether you're meeting business people, bringing your family, whatever. It's just fun. Yeah. And it's been the, packed recently. It's the, been super busy. The service is always really good. I've been in there. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's see. Um, I wanted to, if we can talk about some other things going on. The uh, airport is nearing completion. Yeah. Right? That's big. It's going to be so big. You can get in and out of there easily. Mm-hmm. You won't miss your flight because you're trying to put your shoe back on while the plane's leaving. Right, right. So uh, it's going to be just so nice. It's big news for our community. And as we were talking about, I like the model that that showed us how we can do a temporary tax. Not that anybody likes to pay more, but it was relatively painless. Eight months, yeah. and we raised enough to That's get that right. airport That's right. developed. It's, so I know we've got other things our community's looking at, the potential it, uh, performing arts center. Yes, yes. Wherever that's going to go, we've got other needs. We'll see what happens in financing these things. Yes. Um, the, the, the performing arts center is going to be interesting. I think that's going to be a debated topic, mm-hmm. like location-wise. I think there's going to be some push and pull on it, you know. But um, I think downtown will probably be the winner out. They could just find a place. Oh. But uh, a, lot of, a lot of energy happening downtown, mm-hmm. a lot of energy. And so. you see that, right? Your office is right downtown. It is. and um, But just we're just reporting a lot more, a lot more stuff happening downtown. Um, like I mentioned earlier, the when I first started, the the place that where things were happening was was River Ranch, you know, uh, Rodney and um, Robert Daigle. Robert Daigle, because I kept thinking Jordan. That's his son. Uh, we're buying properties all over the state, mm-hmm. developing properties in Scott. You know, this this that going on, and we were just kind of kind of following them and, and just reporting mm-hmm. what they was doing. People were kind of really interested in it. And then they got out. And they got out. Yeah. And. You know, right now the the property at at the corner of Camellia and John, and Cali Saloon is still up for sale. You're talking about across from River Iberia, Ranch proper, yeah, yeah. 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 Kind I of cut a corner from the CVS. Yeah, so, I don't know if that's yeah. technically. 
I don't know, river. but it, I think we know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's still that vacant lot. Yes, and it's, the property is still for sale. Uh, further down, uh, between Bluebird and Verot, there's, um, again, I don't know, that, that, that's next to River Ranch. There's a big development kind of coming in that supposedly has a, 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 a regional grocer. Um, oh. That's supposed to be in it. I, I'm, I'm assuming it's one of them, uh, one, one that's already in town, without mentioning names. Um, hmm. But, uh, you know, that that stuff has been slow. Yeah. Whereas we were reporting a lot of that one three years ago. Yeah. It's shifted. Now my reporting has been focused on what's happening downtown, things happening downtown. You know, the Dat Dog building sold, finally. Yeah. Um, Robbie DeGula. Yeah. They, re, they redid um, the, the property at the 200 block. Satara Marion Delcom and her husband. Um, you know, the bookstore opened. The mm-hmm. furniture store opened. Um, you know, now, and it's starting to, to um, you know, to overflow into the side streets. Yep. Um, a new residential Lots of up. new residential. Mm-hmm. The old federal courthouse is going to be a, a, a real game changer because it's, I think seventy or eighty. I can't remember the number. Yeah, it's a lot. Of, that's that's eighty to hundred more people. What's it like downtown on a, any day? You stay downtown and eat there. Do you walk around? I do. I, I go to Bradley Cruz's place. Handy a lot stop. For, yeah, yeah, for lunch. He's got yeah. what sandwiches and things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just I. I'm old school. I like to go to a place with the owners. Hey, and Adam, he's nice. How are you doing? Yeah. So. But are you seeing more foot traffic? Yeah, yeah. To, uh, up and down, mm-hmm. not just. In the 500 block, whatever, but, you know, around the courthouse here. Uh-huh. Up and down. So it's really interesting. Um, I think they told me last we had that deal. There's five spaces left on Johnston, and, like, there's— Really? Yeah. And, and like, there's, like, still lots of interest. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, you know, off the top of my head, the, um, the old bank right there in the curve— um, <laughs> The old independent building. Mm-hmm. Both of those, are they're trying to sell them. So, um. That's interesting. We were talking about Ravi Dagula. I mentioned his name with that dog. He has bought up several properties and is really making a difference. He's just an interesting fellow. I like talking to him because he's always kind of um, in the know of kind of what's happening. He's and humble, though, and just kind of quiet. Yes, yes. But he does know what's but happening. But he knows what's happening. Yep. And uh, he he's, bought, he's buying all kinds of properties around the oil center too. And then the Nickerson house, the Nickerson and house, Luton yeah. plantation, just interesting. Esprit de uh, corps. I mean, there's yep. a lot going on in the perimeter I think, of downtown. Yeah. But I think the, the dad dog building was probably just the biggest one. Cause what is he going to do? Do you know? Uh, he, he, I think he said like, um, like a, like a, some kind of restaurant on the bottom floor. He said he had someone interested in, in the back end of the bottom. Have you been in the back, the back mm-hmm. end? There was like a, like, kind of like a bar-type place, like live music or something. And then the top floor could be like some uh, office or whatnot. So, I don't know how he sleeps at night. He's got so many irons in the fire, but yeah, he's, he's always just calm and moving forward. He works hard. Just kind of happy-go-lucky when I mm-hmm. talk to him. He's just an right. fellow. right. I want to do this. If you don't mind, I'd like to pause. There's so many more questions I have for you and things to cover. I'd like to pause and reflect back on an interview that we did with Judy Terzotis, your boss. She's president of The Advocate and the New Orleans Advocate, Times Picayune. We taped her interview in 2018, around the time you moved here, and Judy discussed her family, 
her work history, the expansion of the advocate, and the challenges of instantaneous reporting through social media and still having the time-honored need to verify that stories are shared correctly. So I guess integrity never goes out of fashion. I'd like you to hear Judy's interview, this little clip, and you can hear the full interview at discoverlafayette.net. Let's take a listen. My final question, we're at a technology company right now, and, and we've obviously seen how technology has changed the way people get their media and the way you have to present it as well, from, I guess, maybe starting with websites and then to social media, Facebook, and I get most of my news now from Twitter, actually. Um, is there anything down the pipeline that we, as just regular people, haven't seen yet that you've seen that's going to change the way that you have to present or get information? You know, I think so much of really the technology, particularly in social and how the algorithms are written, I'd feel like something new is going to emerge because mm-hmm. it is, as particular mm-hmm. as a publisher, it's there. The the windows keep getting closed on how if we start to grow an audience, Facebook will either change the algorithm or change some of oh, the rules yeah. of engagement. And, you know, I'm a big proponent of video and I think that video is going to play a continue to pay and pointer news will tell you this that the institute will say that you know in 2020 don't quote me exactly right but in very short order in the next two years about 80 percent of what you'll see online will be video storytelling Mm -hmm. so telling a story and really that's something we're working with our reporters the written word's important but storytelling via visual and video is really Welcome back to Discover Lafayette. We have Adam Daigle, business editor of the Acadiana Advocate with us. So y'all have been doing some polling over the past year plus, kind of getting a pulse of the community. What types of questions have you asked and what kind of feedback are you receiving? It's kind of run the gamut. It's done with uh, through PowerPoll.com. It's uh, the gentleman who's running it. His name is Bruce Doby. He's from Lafayette. His mom still lives here. He uh, was a longtime newspaper guy. He was, he's, he's in Nashville now. Uh, he, I think he was an old Tennessean guy and then got into an Alt Weekly and that sort of thing. Real good guy. But it's just a poll to kind of um, find out kind of what the community leaders think. And, and it, that's kind of a catch-all term, but anybody who's... I, all my sources, I, I put I put all my sources down that, that thing, and it's just a once a month thing. And I just give them five questions. Mm-hmm. Um, the the most popular one was was the story on traffic. You know, of course, in Lafayette, we have traffic issues. They, um, <laughs> I've done. We talked about the you know the 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 mayor's position in Lafayette and this, you know, we need a second mayor. Do people think that Lafayette should have its own mayor? Yes. Um, but, you know, I'm trying to keep... Polling is, is not like journalism. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, first of all, the, the questions have to be um, completely, like, airtight and kind of straight down the middle. Um, I can't, you know... It's not conversational, mm-hmm. and it's it's just kind of difficult. And then also, just the nature of polling, I've got like a list, 300 people, but most people, not most, but some don't open it up, or mm-hmm. they never answer. Just You have your regulars. 
I do. Uh-huh. I do have my regulars. Uh, Barry Ansele. With, I've seen that. He's, yeah, he's got interesting he, comments, yes, too. Yes, he's, he's my, my best commenter. Mm-hmm. And he so, knows the community. I mean, he's been active. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's, it's a, um, the poll is something I'm still trying to get off the ground and get going. But I've got, I've had 30%, over 30% response rate. That's a high open rate. Yep. Yep. Does Can you, people they, sign up for that, Adam? Or do, do you reach out to the I, people I, yeah. you want? I just kind of put in, I reach out or I put in emails and mm-hmm. it kicks out an email and yep. gets you invited and that sort of thing. Okay. So, yeah, they, they've told me you should, you should have a response rate in the 20s. I'm at That's pretty good. So I'll take it. So what, what do people think, though? Like they, they want to see Lafayette have its own mayor. What do they say about traffic? Uh, it's, been a, it's been a while, but traffic is, is uh, obviously really bad. Um, I, I, I can't remember what was the response. I have to go back and look. But and after COVID, you know, nobody was on the road. Exactly. So now yeah, it's really no obvious that, oh, yeah. Um, but I posed the question, like, it's 5 o'clock on a Friday. <laughs> Where's the, what was, what's the, rank your five positions, five places in life at least to work. You don't want to be. You yeah. don't want to be. And what, where was it? I think it was Ambassador and Cali Saloon was really? the number one. Yeah, so because it gets backed up. Oh yeah, everybody's going home. And did you ask about stoplights? Do people think that red means stop? <laughs> Was there any consensus on I, that? I did, it's I, not around here by the oil center. People run those lights on Pinhook. I guess it's the same at every big intersection. Yeah. What me stop? You know. Yes. I always look before when you. When oh, you, you have to wait. When the great wait and look. Yeah. Uh, I just don't yeah. want to be in any more accidents. You know. So. so yeah. But One other, um, I know there's some other big news. Residential yeah. real estate, Res- yeah, booming. You know, it's it's like that all over the country. You know, low interest rates and that sort of thing. The, we're getting to a point where it's not a lot of properties available, just for the number of people, the flood of buyers that I keep I keep referencing in my copy. Uh, it's. I need to. We'll have the, the year and data soon. I'm I'm curious to see if this was where this year ranked as far as the number of houses built. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious. To, oh, to, built new build versus new builds, just yeah resale, just new builds compared mm-hmm. to years past. Like was this our buildingest, most mm-hmm. constructive year on record yeah. or something? Um, but a lot of what I'm trying to, to raise more awareness of is uh, Lafayette has a real rental property problem. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, the, if people are aware of that or not. Well, it's because um, of the storm-related damage around us, right? Exactly. People exactly. Have a lot had, of things. There's still people moved here. There's move, people moving here. There's people moving here from out of town from the hurricanes. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got and family think, that moved here from Lake Charles. You know? I think we were already at a, a low supply mm-hmm. when that happened. Um, it's a real problem. We are the most expensive in the state. We are. Um, per square foot for rentals for for uh, median rental prices. Um, you granted we're still not we're not San Francisco or anything, but um, we have a high our, our mark our mark prices are high, and also there's just the supply isn't there. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a real problem. You know, it seems um, another real problem is some of the commercial real estate. I'm on a nonprofit board. I won't mention the name, but we've been looking for just an office, you know, small office. And I mean, it's kind of hard to find nice stuff. The things that are available are kind of more really? wow. run down. Yeah. You know, I guess because we're not looking in that high end 
market. Are you looking to be at a certain place? Yeah, just like maybe 300 square feet or something, yeah. you oh. know, around the oil center or whatever. Okay. But it's been disappointing. Some of our buildings were built in the 50s, and it looks, I think they look the same, same. as they did. <laughs> and I don't mean that in a bad way. It costs a lot to maintain things, but it's been surprising because I really hadn't looked for office space in a long time. But That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, but for rentals, for, for, I guess, for college kids and all, they're pretty well situated around campus. They pretty have those, much. New, yes. those new places that were built, that UL built, and, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of new places that went up. But you're talking about just for families that are looking just, for rentals. Just, yeah, just anybody. Uh-huh. You know, um, there's a lot of construction going on right now. So I'm kind of curious how that's going to be. Like For like, uh, yeah, apartments? Like, yeah, like the hotel they're converting to single-family apartment. Not single-family, just single-unit apartments. Where is that? That's uh, the old holodome on the thruway. Oh, is that what they're doing? Yep. They're going to put going to each unit and put in that little kitchenette. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. When is that expected to be done? It might be done pretty soon. Wow. It's been a while since I reported on that. I missed that. What a what a what a, a great concept because it is because our the whole the hotel nice property the, the hotel market here is so oversaturated with mm-hmm. just like cookie cutter hotels yeah so what a great idea right so I think that guy was he's banking on a high demand with Amazon and Safe well that's Direct. a great location too mm-hmm. especially if you commute you know mm-hmm. you're right there by the interstate there's you know I'm not sure now but when he bought it you know right after COVID started. That's probably the best time to buy a hotel. You probably get a hotel for like money you can find to your couch cushions. So oh God. they were so so struggling so bad. Yeah. So. Well, I've, I know when I've been out shopping for Christmas stuff, I've had my friends tell me, "Don't wait to go shop because a lot of people are coming here from other towns, like from yes. Lake Charles, yes, because they haven't been getting all their supplies. So, like at Hobby Lobby, there's no flowers left. I mean, oh, I got well. I got wrapping paper, but <laughs> I never really buy you know, artificial flowers, but I kind of wanted them when I couldn't get them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just wiped out. I think that they're just meeting that demand from... That demand. Yeah. Everybody's got money in their pockets. Yeah. So. Yeah. So what else were you wanting to cover today? I was going to throw something at you. Um, yeah. If we had to choose a business person of the year, who who would you kind of throw your name in the head? Um I was kind of thinking of this yesterday, like, and this would be just, this is just us talking. Um, Nobody's going to listen. No, right? it's right. <laughs> um, but my wife, be maybe. listening. <laughs> um, you know, I'm not going to report on it or anything like that, but if, uh, you know, magazines do, that, yeah. magazines do that, magazines do that, special publications, but yeah. um, there's a couple people who, you know, you can, you can give them that, that title. Mm-hmm. Um, I would be honored to do that. I, I think... Um, Derek Curry would probably be one. Yeah. Um, Rem- you know, remind us about Derek. He's behind the Derek, forum. Yeah, and and Derek's probably real popular with like the yeah. 18 to 25 year olds. Sneaker this, politics. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sneaker politics. And he's doing real that interesting new place fella. on Johnson Street. He's the just forum. Yes. $50 million investment. Yes. With others. It's it's, it's massive. It's really mm-hmm. something like something Lafayette hasn't seen. And I like that young um, entrepreneur. I love that. He's a he. Yes, he's real interesting fellow. Very seemed very sharp, but also just completely laid back. How can I help you? What do you mm-hmm. need? I got you. I need some new Nikes. Yeah, <laughs> but very popular, and you know, and, and maybe maybe he he'll be the guy we crown next year. But mm-hmm. he's been buying that property, and it did real well. So. He's up and coming. Um, we also mentioned Ravi Dagula. 
He is kicking it, buying properties and making them better than they ever were before. Yeah. Ravi's, you know, Ravi's got a lot going on for him. Um, the gentleman come and speak tomorrow night for that Civicon yeah. Quint, Quint Studer. Studer yeah. he, he's a big philanthropist, and he talks about how, you know, which, which we debated over and over, but like, don't wait for, for government to come in and mm-hmm. do things to help facilitate development. Because they want to do it right. Yeah, yeah. But, know. you know, for years, people were telling me, no, we, we, need, we need LCG to come in and we need everybody to skin the game. And we're like, no, don't, don't wait. Just find your people. You know, so, Work you know, I'm kind of like, well, do, do you go out and look for a Santa Claus? I mean, what, mm-hmm. you know. The, the like, Easter Bunny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but those people out there exist. And I think Robbie is one of Robbie's them. Robbie's doing it. Another person um, I like is Laurel Hess. I had her on. She started Hamper. And, what a uh, novel concept. Doing a- other people's laundry. And then also a medical, I can't think of the name of it, but a medical. Presto. Presto. Uh, prescription delivery. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they are doing delivery services for yes. things that people need, especially, I mean, for young families to have your laundry done. Just the kids' laundry yeah. would be a miracle. Well, I did that story. Skip Boudreaux was telling me, I just do the kids' laundry. And like, mm-hmm. oh, wait. That's yeah. a great idea because they're like a million pairs of socks in You've that washer. Oh yeah, I, I, I can do my own laundry, but like, man, there's a big right. shirt. Yeah, right. Um, I like all these people. Um, you know who I think though might be the top person, and we spoke about this. I have to confess, we kind of talked about it before. I'm really proud of Anita Begno I think for what I, she's done. Like, she yeah. is the Downtown Development Authority Executive Director, and she is kind of. She works 24-7, networking, trying to get things done for business people, laying out a vision. And she's a cheerleader for downtown that's just nonstop. And she works well across the section of all the people, mm-hmm. that, including government, that's involved in making this happen. What do you think about Anita? A, a, a bridge builder, mm-hmm. um, hard worker, has mm-hmm. great ideas. Super uh, intelligent and well-spoken. But she's effective. You Gets know? things done. And she's, um, I don't think you can bring her down. I'm sure that she has bad days, but she's positive and she's effective in her role. I mean, I don't know. You can answer this more than I can, but like before she came on board, I mean, was there the energy there? I, don't, I, I mean, I don't, maybe, I, maybe you saw spurts of it, but. Way back, Kathy Weber was the original downtown development authority mm-hmm. director. And she, she was the one that got people focused on the need to redevelop. Probably pl- like planting a seed. Yes. And then we had Nathan Norris and he was more of a architect kind of lawyer developer and he did a great job. But Anita, um, she brings the whole package Mm-hmm. And a lot of it, I think, is just her persuasiveness, you know, convincing people this is the place to be. And without a vibrant downtown, our whole surrounding community won't thrive. And no. I didn't realize that before, but it's come to the front. And Quint Studer carries that message, too. He'll be carrying that tomorrow when he comes to visit Lafayette. But Anita is the one that reminds people over and over that a strong downtown core, core is what's going to keep Lafayette strong, and it's going to help everybody in our community, everybody in the parish. And what I keep telling people is, is um, think about when you go visit a town, the most distinctive things about that town is the downtown. You want to go ta- downtown. Where the town started. Mm-hmm. That's that's what, everybody's got a McDonald's, everybody's got a Costco, everybody's got a Walmart. Mm-hmm. Show me something that's really unique. Right. So if you ain't got that, 
I know. And we're really you're, you're getting every it. other town in America. Right. And we've we've really gotten that blend where it's not just bars, you know, or yes. or just little old stores that aren't really worth going to. We've got now new vibrant retail, great Downtown's new restaurants. Growing it's growing up and uh she's done it with a team. It's not mm-hmm. just Anita, but you need that strong leader at the front. And I, yeah. I give her kudos. So maybe it, that would be Anita Begno. I think, I, yeah, it'd make it hard. She's among she's it. among other giants. She's got a lot of people yep. that are making it happen. And then we also need to mention, you know, Mandy Mitchell, the new head of Lafayette mm-hmm. Economic Development Authority. Mandy's a Lafayette native. She uh, has worked for years. She's commuted from Lafayette. She's worked for years mm-hmm. for LED in Baton Rouge, but she's proud to be home. And she's still, you know, relatively young, strong black woman who mm-hmm. um, was the most, you know, she's she's a great choice. Yeah, she confident, well spoken, and strong. It, and uh, what a great hire! Mm-hmm. Um, and they had good candidates, though. They did she have good she candidates. had some really good competition. But so she's. She's really good, yeah. And it's it's going to be. I think we, you and I, have this question next year. She could be the mm-hmm. person we hand the, the crown to. Yeah. So yeah, and it's fun thinking about this because we're probably not even thinking of others that somebody might say, "Well, wait, you didn't think of so and so." So I encourage people if they have other ideas, email us. You know, janajanswift.com or just go on the website discoverlafayette.net. Because I am curious, I want to start asking the questions more. What do people like about Lafayette, and what would they like to see changed? I know you're doing that in your poll, but these are more open-ended questions. Rose. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to get I want to get across town in five minutes. Not, well, good luck. Yeah. Not thirty. What do you like about Lafayette, Adam? What's um, you ever think about that? What's well, with you and your family. What do y'all like? We like we're kind of centrally located in the state. We like, we like to go camping and we like to travel and. Um, we we like uh, like being like right on the interstate. We live in Caracol, mm-hmm. right on the interstate. But your um, family's in Gonzales, right? Are my they still there? In Gonzales. Uh-huh. Um, but there's it's just the food is great. I like being in a place. I lived in Oklahoma for twelve years. Uh, I like being in a place where people know how to spell my last name. Oh, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> they misspelled it. <laughs> yeah, they're, oh, they don't know how to pronounce it. With a Y it. or no? I just they don't know how to, like. What, yeah. How you pronounce your last name? Like. Come it's on, pretty man. easy, I yeah, know. Like, it's a Cajun version of Smith. Come on. <laughs> so, um, but it's good. It's it's good. It's a little bit, bit smaller town, smaller market. You may, you know, mm-hmm. you can make a little bit bigger impact in a smaller market. Um, but it's good. When you report business, you know, does the conservative, liberal, come up in your like not in your stories, but. And the things that you see, do you? No, you know, it's really just the facts, right? Just it's, the facts, yes, ma'am. Yes, and um, in my old age, or you know, <laughs> um, twenty years of doing this business, I can tell pretty easily when you give me some kind of canned response or whatever. Just you're you're not telling me the truth. Like, come on. Um, when I did this, the follow up on Derek Curry. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that story because everybody gave me what I felt was just complete, honest from the heart. Oh, they're quotes. excited, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone, like, um, I'm going way off topic here. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. This but, is what I um, like about the show. Yeah, um, Heidi Malasa was just 
with almost, the small business yeah, development Yeah, almost, almost emotional because she was going back and like, she helped him. She did? To yeah, get when he got started. Yeah, she's, yeah. she's unbelievable. Yeah. And that's pretty much free help through the Small Business Development Center. Pretty much. Getting a business plan, plan together. and. So here she was 20 years from now, 25 years later, 15, I can't do my math. Um, and then it dawns on like, she, somebody she way back remembers her and yeah. still thanks her. So mm-hmm. it's good. That is good. Well, anything you're looking forward to for 2022? And it's hard so, to say that 2022. I know. <laughs> so in, in this, you know, this conversation last year, my my big prediction didn't come true. I said a big grocery store is going to come to Karen Crow, oh, which yeah. it didn't. Right. <laughs> so I still think it might happen, you but think? probably not. Hmm. Um, is Aldi coming? Am I pronouncing it right? Aldi is going to come. They um, It's almost about ready to open there. On that's on Ambassador? Ambassador and Yeah, that's Calisling. a drive for me. I don't know. And they're going to build the one across from Walmart and supposedly on, on Louisiana Avenue next to, to the, the interstate or across the street from Target. I still wish we had a Trader Joe's. It'll it's happen. It's fun. So, yeah. You know, one day. Somewhere. But I can't wait to see that Aldi. But maybe Karen Crow. We'll get it. Are you talking about on um, I-10 and That's Louisiana? what I was kind of thinking. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't know. Um, you know, there's something big's going to happen downtown, whether it's the PAC or something. That's where the energy is right now. That oh, just and then, hands um, down. The Acadiana uh, Center for the Arts. Yeah. You know, buying with, the old with, hardware store. Which is, yeah. To I make think, it a dance hall, like a museum. I think right? that's... That, it's like a really historic building downtown. Yeah, that's going to be beautiful. And it was, from what people tell me, it was it needed such repairs that they, they a private investor just couldn't make the mm-hmm. make it work. But Sam Oliver's all over that, the guy that runs nice. ACA. It's perfect. Sam's, Sam's like the nicest guy in Lafayette, mm-hmm. seriously. He's just a great guy. So that's going to be really good. It's going to be, there's going to be big stuff happening, mm-hmm. really big stuff happening downtown. You got those residential uh, units about to come online. Um Grove might still get their grocery store. Depends on what, what that, you know, the pro- that property is going to be up for sale across from the inter- across the interstate. But downtown's where it's going to be next year. Okay. Well, we'll have to look and see. So anything we didn't cover? Um, no, I think we covered a lot of things. Um you can look for something to happen with um, with rural internet. That was a really big story we yeah. had. Um, Monique Belay and um, Katie and the Planning Commission really working on that. Things. Yeah, getting grants. To- and I don't think people in Lafayette know. I think know how bad it is. It's it's really bad. And it came um, to the forefront with COVID when everybody was totally. having to work from home and learn from do home. Do school, yeah. And you can't do it without the internet. That's It's really bad. I don't think I can describe how bad it is. Especially it's Zoom. Really like you, if you don't have not good happening. service, you're not, not you're missing tests, you're not getting the instruction. Not happening. Yeah. Like business can't run credit cards bad. It's it's just, mm-hmm. I don't think, yeah, I don't think people outside Lafayette know how bad it is. So We're lucky here. Because either you go to LUS Fiber or you've got great service with Cox or yeah. AT&T, whoever. People, people say that Fiber was one of the big reasons why Schoolmate came here. Mm-hmm. Fiber was one of the reasons that CGI came here. So. Oh, and we didn't mention Josh Gorey with Completeful. That's, what, he's the guy that bought the old Walmart building on right. the thruway. And you know LUS Fiber and other things that again, are, makes his business perfect again, for this spot. Again, yeah. that's right. Mm-hmm. Because he could so. be really anywhere doing that um, mm-hmm. drop shipping, mm-hmm. which I had to learn a lot about. I didn't realize yeah, what drop shipping was. Yeah, it was very educational for me too, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, so what is this? Yeah. But it's, uh, 
it's just yeah. the, the era we're living in now. Well, Adam Daigle, business editor of the Acadian Advocate, thank you for being here today, and thank you for all you do You're to welcome. support Discover Lafayette. You guys have been great. I'm eternally grateful, and I enjoy our partnership. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Appreciate it. I want to thank our listeners also, and in particular, I'd like to thank our sponsors who really make this happen. First of all, Iberia Bank, now a part of the First Horizon family. Oxner Lafayette General and Raider, and in particular, Jason Sikora, who mixes our tape. Thank you all for what you do. And thank you for listening today. This is Jan Swift. Mm-hmm.